Trash episode 206, The Raid. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. How's it going? It's going well. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. What's up, brother? Oh, nothing. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, do you feel like beating up some guys? I totally I do. I do, <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're, is there a magic tournament happening in this town right now? Because <laughs> that uh, would be perfect. Because think about it. Like, neither one of us are action heroes by any stretch of the means. But still, think of us like as compared to magic guys. We are we are like Steven Seagal and Chuck Norris compared to the magic guys. <laughs> well, wow, because I already know which of us is which. You're Chuck Norris because you're blonde and have a beard. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm uh, Steven Seagal because I have uh, dark hair and I'm fat. <laughs> and you recently got rid of your ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump right into this, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. The raid. Yeah. Um, I've already talked about this movie at length on this show in previous episodes. Uh, you've seen it a few times, right? This is now my third time of seeing this. Okay. Uh, I saw it in the theater when it uh, played here in Dayton at the Neon. I think this was back in May, maybe? Um, and then I bought it like the week that it came out on Blu-ray uh, and watched it like a week after that or so. Uh, and then here today. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Seeing it in the theater, I bet, was awesome. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> um, uh, so, I think it's just safe to go ahead and say that I fucking love this movie. <laughs> right. I fucking love it. This may be probably my new favorite movie. Because <laughs> I don't think even my... Whatever was my favorite movie, I don't think I've even seen that three times. Wow, okay, you mean like... In the, in, in a, in the span of a year. You mean like your favorite new movie, or or like your new favorite movie? My new favorite wow, movie. Wow, okay. Yeah. Because like, you know how sometimes you get a new record and you're like, oh, this is my jam right, right now. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't your jam, this is like on your list as your favorite? Oh yeah, I think so. <clears throat> wow. Um, yeah, because, you know... Uh, my, my 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 previous favorite movie was was uh, Apocalypse Now, and I still love it, uh, but I don't think I've ever seen that more than five times total. Right, <laughs> and I've seen this now three times in six months. Yeah, <laughs> and you feel like you're on, on the way to watch it a few more times. I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah, hell, uh, the previous two times, you know, uh, I wanted to watch it almost immediately as soon as it was done, and there is no difference now. Uh, wow. So yeah, Apocalypse Now in this, I see, I see a little, some similarities as far as like 
tone. It's kind of dark and kind of makes you feel bad in places. Right. Well, I mean, you know. I don't mean like in areas of your body. I mean like in spots of the film. But, uh, I mean, as far as like list ranking goes, like like I don't put much thought into like, you know, how I'm ranking movies. Right. Like just, they're they're all on these are your top five in no special order that right, yeah. that sort of thing. But but Apocalypse Now was always at the top, right? And then what was always directly underneath Apocalypse Now was Evil Dead Two. So <laughs> those are slightly different, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah, I'm I'm nothing if not diverse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's I mean that's high praise. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, it, like, I don't think it's near, near the top of my list as it is yours, but, um, yeah, wow. As far as, like, I just wish there would have been, like, a little more action. (laughs) I think that's what's keeping it out of my top list. There's just, like, all those scenes where it's just like, oh my god, half an hour of nothing happening. (laughs) Oh, I hurt right now. That went right through my nose. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. (laughs) Uh, It's it's, uh, it's my fault for thinking it was safe to take a drink. (laughs) Uh, No, it, like, yeah, out of the gate, it's just, like, action. Yeah, I mean, there is setup. Uh, It takes about 15, 20 minutes for, for it to get rolling. Uh, but even that in 15, 20 minutes is like super tense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even the exposition is like, you know, 30 armed guys in a tight space <laughs> giving you exposition. You're just like, oh, something bad's going to happen. <laughs> Quit talking. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not, it's not ever boring. No. Uh, yeah, because cause every time people, like, stop and take a break to just sort of breathe or, or deliver some plot line uh it's always you know something horrible is just about to explode right in front of us <laughs> right and, you know, yeah. at any given moment and you can feel it oh yeah yeah it's it, it's kind of like like i've been watching walking dead season two uh very recently to try to catch up yeah. and it's the same kind of thing where it's like i really like the story and i really like the characters and the acting but it, when i watch that show i don't enjoy it like i watch like like I enjoy other shows that I watch, right? Because there's this like tense, this tension Feeling of dread. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mean just because like I'm scared of zombies. I mean no, like yeah. just the entire thing has like everything is so like explosive and right. like it just feels like it's gonna fall apart. And yeah, like like there was a lot of that in this movie where I just kind of right. felt like oh no oh no oh no. Uh, I just last weekend watched the entire second season of, of The Walking Dead. Uh, and I was talking to our friend Joe about it on Wednesday. And uh, I think you and I have a different perspective on that movie because we have been watching it in chunks. Oh, The Walking Dead, you mean? Right. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, the series. Uh, and Yeah, like when I watch that show, I, you know, because I can't avoid everything online, and even though as much as I try to avoid spoilers for, for that show in particular. Right. Uh, you know, everybody who watches it, you know, week after week, live, you know, as it comes on, you know, it's just like, okay, I can see why a lot of those people hate it. 
<laughs> yeah. Because they're like, oh, I have to wait another week. Well, not that, but just because because it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, you know, uh, sort of spoilers for, for The Walking Dead, you know, season two, like the first eight episodes or so. Like, they're all looking for the little girl that gets lost. Right. And, like, you know, I mean, that takes, like, eight episodes to wrap up. And week after week, it's just like, come on. Right. Find this little fucking girl. Yeah, either have her be dead. Right. Something. something, yeah. But then, you know, you and I are watching it, like, you know, in a span of, like, two days. Or maybe one, depending on who. (laughs) Which (laughs) of us it is. You know, it's like, okay, this, this is all... Like, this is all happening, like, you know, and, like, it's much more tense and right. much more intense. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So, but but that's just a total digression. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the fucking raid. <laughs> so, uh, so this is a, an Indonesian movie, uh, made by an Englishman, uh, named Gareth Evans, uh... He, with not the entire same cast, but like definitely with two of the same guys, uh, made a movie prior to this one called Marintal. Uh, and it's uh, the lead, the main character from this movie, and the the tiny little bad guy from this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were in that one. Uh, <clears throat> you know, like as soon as I watched this movie, I was like, what else have these guys done, you know? Yeah. And I uh, found that movie and uh, like rented it immediately. Um, I mean, it's definitely not as good as this. Uh, I mean, it's all right, uh, but it's like they made that movie, and it's just sort of like your typical action movie where you know there, there's a plot, and then they kind of string some things together to eventually lead you to an action moment, uh, and then finally like the big showdown at the end, right? And, uh, you know, a very, very standard formulaic. Right. And so it's like they made that movie and like, Hey, we did a really good job. Hey, next time let's not have any plot. <laughs> let's just string action scene to action scene to action scene. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that's what this one is a little bit. And, and I totally don't mean that in a bad way. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's enough plot that like it, it gives you something right. Like, like as far as like perspective and characterization and, some of the characters change as the movie goes, which, right. you know, that's awesome. Right, uh, right. But yeah, wow, the action is incredible. But um, yeah, so so yeah, the 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 two guys, the 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 main guy and the little bad guy. I think they like they choreographed like the entire movie, and then, like they they did the same with the previous movie, Marital. Uh, so, like, you know, like, basically all three of them, like, Gareth Evans and those two guys whose names I don't know, nor if I knew them would be able to pronounce. Because <laughs> uh, uh, they're Indonesian. Uh, <laughs> but they, so, so, yeah, they all worked on these movies to, like, you know, you know, write out the plot and, like, find out, like, you know, the best fight choreography. Right. And... So I must say that those two guys are fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that little uh, long-haired villain in this movie. Uh, His character's name is Mad Dog. Mad Dog, yeah. He is awesome. Oh, hell yeah. 
He's like a tiny little furious Kirk Hammett. Yeah, he kind of has a Kirk An Indonesian Kirk Hammett. Yeah. Thing going. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, like, I've never been a huge kung fu movie fan, and it's not like, it's not like I watch them and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. It's just, like, I don't think I'd ever seen a kung fu movie until I was a teenager. Like, I never saw any when I was a kid. And, you know, I watched a few and when I was a teen, in my late teens. And I just never really, like, got into it as a, like, a genre, you know? Right. Um, so, I've only... I've never been a huge fan either. Yeah. I mean, not that I hate them or anything like that. It's just that I never right. sit down to, like, want to watch one. Yeah. But, but yeah, this has some amazing, amazing, like, I guess you would even say kung fu on some of it. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of kicking, a lot of flipping, a lot of jumping. It's, uh, the, the, the fighting style used in this movie is, uh, and I just looked it up and now I can't remember it. Uh, I think it's like Pincock Salat or something like that. That's the, the name of it, Pincock Salat. I bet Jeremy Anderson would know <laughs> if he's listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully he's seen this movie by now. Yeah. yeah. He, if not, he needs to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Jeremy... <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but, no, no, but Jeremy is... Like, he knows his kung fu movies. Right, right. So that guy could probably recommend a, a good three dozen that we should watch. Right. Um, yeah, then, like, I was listening to a podcast once, and, like, the, it was a guy who just loves kung fu movies. And uh, his whole thing, though, was that this is not a kung fu movie. Right. Uh, you know, and, and I can see that. Yeah. Because, the, like, the first half hour is just all gunplay. Right. You yeah. Know, it's still awesome. Uh, but, you know, like, he also said that there has to be, like, a certain formula or something like that to, to be a kung fu movie. So, huh. whatever. Yeah. Huh. All I care about is that this movie fucking rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to set up the, the plot of this film if no one's seen it or judged it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, 30 cops, uh, you know, raid a uh, apartment, uh, a tenement building uh, to get the, the bad guy who lives on the top floor, and he's like this major drug kingpin. Uh, and then uh, things go horribly wrong, and they all get trapped in there as they are systematically picked off by uh, the entire building full of criminals. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not like the other tenants are unaware of this guy on the top floor. No, they, yeah. Like he basically like places people there that work for him, or like right, or are just criminals. Yeah, psychotic. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although, like, there's a character introduced early in the in the film when they the the police first show up, right. um, and he seems like a pretty pretty swell guy. Right. He's just kind of taking care of his sick wife, and it's yeah. like, how did that guy end up in there, or what did he used to do that he doesn't do now? Uh, could be he's just uh, you know jobless or whatever, and, and I'm assuming the rent there is cheap. Maybe he knows a guy who's not so reputable who just sort of hooked him up. Well, I was thinking, too, because I've lived in a lot of apartments yeah. around town, and uh, I know I've been frustrated every time I call. I'm like, oh, this place is great. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. The rent's great. I mean, it's not too far from my work. What? Oh, you don't allow pets. And then, like, my standards would lower and lower, and I'm wondering, maybe that guy's got a couple of cats. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that's just the only place that would take him. <laughs> They're like, yes, anyone with... You know, 
drug habits or like murder raps or kitty cats can stay here. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a possibility. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the entire building's not full of uh, criminals, but uh, most of yeah, the people. I, I would wager 95% based on uh, the amount of people running from their, yeah. their rooms to kill the police. Right. Uh, and some kids, we see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which sort of uh, sort of where all the, uh, the fuck-ups start happening. Because, you know... Something horrible is going to happen as soon as you see a kid in a oh yeah in a oh. trapped in a drug lord's action right, a drug yeah. lord cinema yeah. building. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, so yeah, so so they get caught inside the building. The drug lord uh, tells uh, goes on the intercom and tells every single person in the in the building that uh, there are cops there, and that uh, if you can kill them, uh, you get to live there rent free. Yeah. <laughs> Not just for the rest of the month, but like you've for got the rest a, of the yeah, month. yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's got two uh, two henchmen, uh, Andy and Mad Dog. Uh, Mad Dog is of course the the little guy, and Andy is the Indonesian Kurt Hammett that we yeah, spoke yeah. of earlier. Andy is uh, sort of the the sort of the businessman of the the, the team, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, you know the strategist, I guess. A little more laid back. Yeah. Yeah. But he can still hold his own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, basically, yeah, the, the entire squad of cops pretty much gets wiped out. Except for, like, five guys, maybe. Uh, I think it does wind up being, like, five guys right. that survive. Uh, <clears throat> the five guys with names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones. Uh, Rama is the main character who we mostly follow, follow through the story. Uh... <clears throat> he is sort of saddled with a guy named Boo, Bowo, something like that. B O W. Yeah, who who sort of gets taken out of the picture, but like he survives. I think he gets shot in the side, ear, something. Uh, I, I think he had an antifreeze leak because at one point I thought there was green liquid spewing out of him. There was. <clears throat> That's called bile. Oh, gross. Yeah. <clears throat> and they have to. Uh, well, I'm not going to spoil that, but. Uh, yeah, so he he sort of gets taken out and taken care of by the uh, the the nice guy who lives in the apartment building right. that we spoke of. The guy with the cats. <coughs> yeah, that you don't see. Maybe that's why he had the secret room <coughs> for the cats. For his cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, because okay, if they knew he had cats when they let him in, ah, so this movie doesn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this: there are plot holes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like my third time watching this, I definitely were spotting them. Ooh, more. I'd like to hear one because I didn't really know. <clears throat> uh, like I, I don't know how much of plot holes these are, but you know, it's just, uh, uh, like there's a fight scene that happens where uh, Rama uh, tackles a guy and uh, rushes him out of a window, and they both fall. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like, Five stories down. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as they land on the uh, the fire escape, like you know, the snipers from across the street start shooting at them, and he like you know jumps into the window of the apartment that they've landed at. Um, why didn't the snipers just keep shooting? I you know I wondered that, but I but I thought maybe because you don't see the snipers, but I remember thinking that too. Maybe they were like 
poking their heads out of the apartment above them, above the fire escape, and they were shooting down, maybe? Uh, yeah, I, don't I don't know. But, yeah, I thought that, too. I was like, that's how I wrote it off. I was like, oh, they must have been above them or something. All right. <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, like, plot holes or not, like, it definitely didn't, you know, detract from my enjoyment. Exactly, yeah. This isn't one of those, like, but wait a minute. If, but, I mean, actually, they did have a lot of... Uh, a lot of thought went into like I'm I'm sure that comes back to the choreographing of the scene of the fight scenes, um, but there's a lot of like you know how you'll see a movie like I actually noticed this the other day wow I'm on my third digression in the same sentence. <laughs> um, when I was walking watching Walking Dead the other day, um, it was the episode in season two where spoiler uh, they open the barn and let the zombies out. Okay, and you can see when people are running up like they keep like cutting from different angles and. Uh, like people are in different spots a little bit, you know. Right. Like, like it's not like they switch spots, but you know, one will be a lot further back than they were a second ago. But I didn't notice anything like this in this movie, and in fact, like I noticed just the opposite. It seemed like whenever they would switch camera angles, and uh, you would, you know, see people thrashing people around in half circles and spinning, and right. like it looked like everything was like <clears throat> perfectly positioned where you know, exactly where they should be. So, oh, yeah. you know, like it just seemed like everything was like flowing together so nicely as far as, uh, you know, just, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like the choreography, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like the subtle things that sometimes take away from a, a fight scene like that, where there are a lot of cuts and you, you know, you know, like there's a lot of work that went into it, but they can't really position everything right, perfectly, right. but this looked like everything was positioned perfectly. I'm imagining that there was a lot of rehearsal that went into it. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, like, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, you know, just uh, the way everything flows together and, like, you know, every every kick and, you know, fist that connects, you know, right. and every, you know, counter and everything. Or, like everybody, that, you know? like, nobody seems to just kind of appear out of nowhere. I mean, like, you oh, always yeah, yeah. see them coming in, yeah. like, in the, in the cut before and yeah, it's just perfect. Uh, I think on that point, we should also mention that, you know, this, because uh, we've talked about this a lot before, where, like, you know, just it seems like modern-day action movies, like, you can never tell what the hell is going on. Right. You can see everything that oh happens. Oh, my gosh, this, yes. And it's great. There's so much great camera work during the fight scenes, oh, too. Yeah. Like, it's not like the camera is so close and, like, horrible, like, you know, most action movies today. It's like pulled back and you can see everything but there's all kinds of cool camera movements too um that goes along with the action yeah, it works with it not against it oh it's so awesome yeah um yeah but at the same time like you can like there were one or two points where i noticed like uh it's like man i think that guy really got hurt there yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah, like, I, there was a scene where a guy, like, jumps, and he kind of, like, hits, lands with his head into a filing cabinet or something. Yeah. Like, that's one of them. I was like, and, like, you kind of see him, like, kind of roll over and, like, grimace, and you're like, that was, that was real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that is, I think, the exact one that I was thinking of when <laughs> yeah, I said that. Because, yeah. like, yeah, he uh, he hits the filing cabinet, and, like, he falls down, the filing ca cabinet gets knocked over. Yeah. And then, like, you know, just before they cut to, the like, the next, you know, fight scene. Uh, like, you can see the guy, like, grab his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. I hope that guy got a little extra money or I sent him home early that day, at least. <clears throat> so, um... 
Like, I don't want to spoil this movie for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, but seriously, if you've been listening to me for the past six months, uh, you should have already seen this already. <laughs> <laughs> Because there is a a twist of sort that happens. Right. I don't want to give that away. Um, You mean where at the end the cop wakes up and realizes it's all a dream? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, I just let it out of the bag. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, honey, I just had the craziest dream. (laughs) Uh, So we're dealing with the, the old cop, the one that leads them. To the, the, to the mission, yeah. Wake you, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's uh, well, this is no real spoiler because this gets you know revealed pretty early on. He's a scumbag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, <clears throat> he's uh, leading the charge. The pretty much the only reason that they're there is uh, because he's there to uh, he's there to sort of uh, kill his uh, competition and. Uh, you know, see some sort of monetary gain from it. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, is, is not good. Did, did you get the feeling from this, I mean, you know, like from a story standpoint that he was supposed to have once been a really good cop and like that turned bad or is he just like always been a scumbag? Because I couldn't really tell. From... Uh, yeah, I couldn't really tell, but I'm going to guess that he was probably just, I'm sure every cop when they start out starts out wanting to be good. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, obviously he, he didn't yeah, stand that way. <clears throat> I will say this, and, you know, this was just me, because I've seen it already. Uh, the, the, the other guy who was sort of in charge, uh, the Jaka. S- the second commander. Yeah. Uh, like at the beginning, it almost seems like he is sort of in on it. A little bit. Right, because, like, they kind of have that brief little conversation with right. each other, right? Uh, but then, like, you know, when everything starts panning out the way it does, like, you, it totally, you know, he's, you know, completely unaware. Clear, that, clearly not in on yeah. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, the, yeah, I think I know the scene you're talking about when they first arrive, they they sort of hang back and the lieutenant's like, I don't want these kids getting in my way. And, right, right. And uh, they have, like, a, a brief exchange, but, like, nothing has really said, like, you know, it just kind of gave you the feeling like, hey, right, right. is that guy up to no good? Yeah. Right. But, but of course, you know, for first time we're saying that, you know, you also don't know that the lieutenant's bad either. So, right. You know. I, did, I, did, I mean, honestly, I had no idea, but that little exchange made me wonder about both of those guys. Right. And I was like, are, are those guys up to no good? Right. And then it turns out one of them a little sort of up to no good. Right. <laughs> I don't think a little sort <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> but yeah, so so that guy, uh, Jaka, uh, he gets our first uh, fight scene with Mad Dog, which is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything kind of calms down for a second. Oh yeah. And Mad Dog, like, he's well, when you when you say calm down, it's also super fucking tense. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because uh, they both uh, like you know Jaka has a knife at him and uh, Mad Dog has a gun on him, and they're both just in a deadlock. And then, like, yeah, and then, like, Mad Dog guides him into uh, one of the apartments and, you know, everything just sort of, not relaxes, but, uh, you know. The pace lessens or something. Yeah, yeah. But that scene was weird because every time I see a standoff like that, I'm like, well, the guy with the gun wins. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just pull the trigger. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, unless the other guys, you know, got superhuman speed. Right. Uh, 
Like, I never understood that knife gun stand up. But uh, at least in this, in this one, one. Yeah, yeah, in this one it makes sense because okay, Mad Dog is a little bit better than a, a gun, gun guy. Yeah. He, he, he is he, above that shit. He equates guns to buying takeout food. And I'm guessing uh, using your hands is like cooking a home-cooked meal. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so. I kind of wish he would have finished that. Yeah, analogy. I know. I was like, that's the closure I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted That to is s- why this is not your favorite movie. I, I wanted to see the kitty cats, and I wanted to hear that fighting with your hands is like cooking a home-cooked meal. <laughs> Maybe in the American version when it comes out. Is there kitty cats in Judge Red? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Judge Dread, Judge Dread yet, but from no, but what you've told me, it's it's the real. exact same plot, pretty yeah. much, uh, but worse. Yeah, <laughs> less action and uh, yeah, less action. Uh, it's it's you know, kind of I don't know. So, would you say to people if they saw Judge Dread and didn't really like it, but thought it had potential, uh-huh. that the raid is the movie oh, for yeah. them? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. One hundred percent. Even if they saw Judge Dredd and just hated it and didn't think it had any potential, I would still just totally recommend the raid. So you could see uh, what a movie could have been. Right, right, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I just recommend the raid to everybody. <laughs> You're like random man on the street. Hey, have you seen the raid? Yeah. <laughs> hey, kid. <laughs> um. So, so, uh, yeah, yeah, story wise, I don't know if we can really talk about much more because yeah, no, there's really. not a lot of story, and what there is is, like you said, half of it's like a twist that you don't want right. to really give away. But visually, and like just, you know, the intensity of it, wow, uh, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, like, like, even now, like, you know, third time seeing it, you know, just certain things that, like, you know, just, got me like when i first saw it you know like uh and i'm talking about like you know just entirely like in the fight scenes yeah you know just like when you you see some guy get grabbed by the balls and then slammed into a wall face first and it's just <laughs> and then like a there's a red splotch on the wall right, after, yeah, after yeah. he falls and it's just like oh fuck and it's yeah. one take it's not like oh yeah. cut 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 it's like yeah it's all one smooth action yeah, yeah. or like a guy because they have sort of a what do you, what do you call that? It's not a courtyard, but where the the rooms are all like kind of spiraling down an open center, like you see in some right, hotels. Yeah. Um, so you can like look over a balcony on every floor down to the lobby. Right. And there's scenes where like a guy is thrown over that, and the camera just follows him as he's thrown, and it and he lands like on the banister like two stories down, and you just watch it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh wow, how does that how. How how do they film that? <laughs> Without they're like, ah oh, man, we killed another guy. That's four today. Next, you know, you got to make sure we get this one right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least land on the banister before you die. <laughs> but that that whole like that scene and a lot of other things like that reminded me of the only time I've ever seen anything that equates to that is like when I was kids and I or I was one kid. I was playing with my GI Joes <laughs> and like you know you would have snake eyes like kick firefly and like you hold him as he falls and you're like (laughs) and then like you know he lands on something and everything like lands perfectly and it reminded me of a like a really horrific gi joe play date (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can see that yeah i mean you know yeah this uh 
yeah, my my love of this and my the the intensity that I felt watching it, you know, just did not lessen at all this time around at all. Was that what it what it made you love <clears throat> it so much? Was mostly just how intense and like the craziness of the fighting? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Maybe uh, you should watch more kung fu movies. <laughs> maybe I should. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but will any of them really compare at this point? I've seen <laughs> the greatest. <laughs> right. Maybe uh, maybe our friend Jeremy Anderson can, or uh, anyone else listening could uh, recommend some really good crazy action movies. Yeah, uh, I mean I'm, I've seen I've seen a lot of really good ones that, mm-hmm. that I've enjoyed. Uh, uh, oh God, what the hell was it that I watched? It was uh, it wasn't Ong Bak, but it was by the guys that that did that one. Uh, Tony Ja, uh, Thailand, uh, Taiwanese, mm. whatever. Taiwanese. Uh, not Taiwanese, uh, whatever they call people from Thailand. Oh, uh, Thai, Thai people. Thai people, that's it. <laughs> just, thai, just Thais. Just Thais. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he did a movie about, like, yeah, I think it was called The Protector, actually. Uh, so he did a movie about protecting an elephant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I believe it was called The Protector. Uh, huh. But there's like a, a scene that is all, uh, it's all one shot, uh, you know, one camera shot of Very this guy, like, just fighting like a ton of people like in a stairwell and just like, you know, following him up, you know, the entire, you know, staircase okay. to the top floor. With no cuts. No cuts. And it's amazing. But like the rest of the movie... Just, I mean, like all the action scenes were good, but then the movie itself was just sort of right. Yeah, right. Yeah, this just, yeah, I mean, that's what it was like. They didn't try to be too ambitious with the plot in this movie, right? But there was enough plot that it wasn't just like, okay, I'm just watching people fight, right? Like it was like enough that sold it all. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what does it. Is that like I was, I was interested in like. Yeah, yeah, like what you said. There, there's not a ton of story there, but so, what is there, I, I, I'm interested in. Right. It's not happens. like they were working against each other. Like, ah, let's right, be story right. driven. Let's be fight driven. It was like, it was like ninety percent or eighty uh, percent fighting, twenty percent right. story or something. Yeah. And uh, you know, like you know, a movie like this, you know, not not this one, but you know, a movie like it would have the tendency to try to like throw in some sort of random love interest in it. Yeah. And, you know, just all the sort of formulaic bullshit that you get with an action movie is just, you know, it's not in this. Yeah, you know, like, I wonder how feminists uh, regard this movie. Like, like I'd be curious, I don't consider my girlfriend a feminist, but I would she, think, well, let's just also, also say this, your girlfriend would fucking love this she movie. She would fucking love this movie. And she loves action movies, like, that's one of her favorite genres of, of film. Um, especially, like, crazy, you know, crazy orchestrated fight scenes. Right. But, I mean, as a woman, she, she does, like, occasionally get offended by the roles that women are given. Right. And there's only, like, two or three women in this movie, and one of them is, like, bedridden with, uh... Some sort of mystery illness. Mystery illness. One's bedridden with, a Pregnancy. T- pregnancy, so she has to rest. Yeah, I and think the other, that's it. I think there was a woman, like... Wasn't there a woman, like, shooting up heroin or yeah. something? Yeah, in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like... Yeah, there's not really much like positive female role models unless you consider you know just laying around with a baby inside of you being positive. Right. Yeah. Uh, but she's just adding to the population problem, so <laughs> she's probably doing worse than the other two. Uh, um. So yeah, I mean, I wonder how. I'd be curious to how you know she would react to this movie. Right. Well, 
Yeah, I think she would probably just ignore those. Right. And just go with it. That seems like yeah. that seems like the case. Uh, I watched it with uh, with when I did watch it the second time after I bought it. Uh, I watched it with uh, Amanda, and uh, I think she really enjoyed it. You know, and she, you know, she she actually made like audible like, eh! like during you know, <laughs> right. some of the worst things that would happen in the movie. There's a lot of like neck damage. Oh movie. yeah, <laughs> neck and spinal damage. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of those things spewing from the neck area. Yeah, a lot of uh, knees get taken out. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, not fun. I'm just glad that there weren't any, like, you know... I, I think the thing that would have gotten me, like, too much to actually enjoy it would have been, like, fingernail or eyeball damage. Oh, yeah? I, I just can't handle that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a line. That yeah, yeah. You just don't cross. Yeah, face first into a concrete, you know, barrier. I'm fine with that, but, uh, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, getting a splinter through the eye, I'm done. And there was a lot of uh, gun to the head action in this movie. Oh yeah, like using someone's head as a flash suppressor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened like five times. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so you, so you enjoyed it? I did not like this movie. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, the, I mean that's some of the best action I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Uh, I know that there is a uh, an American remake coming. Of course. Uh, I know that uh, they offered the, the director, Gareth Evans, to do the remake. Oh, that's cool, at least. And he said no. Oh, yeah. And is instead working on the sequel. Oh, cool. So. Yeah, this one was The Raid Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-oh. It's, it's, it's called, it's, it, the movie's name is The Raid. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what it says on the actual on the, film. Right. Uh, but I guess there is another movie, at least in America, called The Raid. It came out in, like, 1954. I guess. I don't know. Uh, so that's why they had to change it slightly. Okay. Which doesn't make sense, because I know that there are tons of movies out there that all have the same name. Like, there's, like, four crash. Right, yeah, yeah. So, you know, who knows? But, yeah, it is... Subtitled The Redemption here in America. Yeah. Well, that at least help people uh, narrow it down when they're trying to rent it. Really. That's true. Yeah. But, but what's the, is the sequel called The Raid something something? Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously, I don't know what the actual Indonesian name of it is, but, you know. Yeah, it'll be The Raid. Fart knocker. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Either way, I'm going to see it. Um, fuck yeah. I would like to as well. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, a little a little dark in spots, kind of made me squeamish in places. As right. far as just like just how depraved a lot of the people that live there are, you know, like right. they just they all just seem sick and <clears throat> weird and right. like you know they should all have magic cards falling out of their pockets while they're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, other than that, yeah, it's really good. Right, you want to take a break? Sure. The raid. Go see it. Well, you made me weak, and you made me moan. Well, you caused me to leave, child, my happy home. But someday, baby, you ain't worry my life anymore. <laughs> 
really mistreated, that was no good. But someday, baby, you ain't worried my life anymore. Welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey. <clears throat> wow, so how are we going to calm down after that movie? <laughs> Do you have any, like, downers? Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, what can I tell you about? Oh, oh, I was thinking actual drugs, but if you have a downer story, oh, no. that would work. <laughs> uh, yeah, stick around long enough, I'm sure I'm going to depress you. <laughs> That's why I hang around. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any real depressing stuff to talk about that I'm aware of. Did you do any uh, anything cool this week? Like office rearrangements or anything? <laughs> I have uh, have been locked out of all the offices. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think it was you? 
Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did have you at least like like did you go? How did oh, you? Yeah. Uh-huh. You went by and you tried Test the door. Yeah, yeah. Did you look through and see if they had moved your stuff back? Uh, the in the one office for sure. Yeah, they moved around a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um. Yeah, we we still got the uh, the right wing uh, propaganda factory across the hall from us uh, being assholes. Uh, my boss has actually been out most of the week uh, with some sort of mystery illness, uh, so nothing really exciting at work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I got my computer back. I see. Yeah, and it's uh, looks different. It is. Yeah, it's barely my computer. <laughs> um, it is uh, built from the ground up, really. So it's like RoboCop, sort of. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only part of it that uh, that was uh, in the original machine was uh, my hard drive, which uh, is actually useless at this point. Cause it's like, it's like uh, his memories, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I had to delete them and put in some prime directives. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, then uh, last uh, last night, uh, my my friend and I went to go see uh, the new Silent Hill movie, oh. and it was okay, just okay. Yeah, I mean it was fine. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as I uh, liked the first one, but uh, and I think and this is a a weird thing, I guess, for me to say. Because sort of your your stereotypical nerd person uh, like would probably never, ever say this in a million years. Um, but uh, it, it, it was trying too hard to be too faithful to the games. Okay. And uh, I, I don't like that. Like it backed itself into some corners or something? No, I just, uh, you know, I've played the games. Yeah. Well, let's do something new. Yeah, you know it's it's like the same with comic book movies and, and like you know, you know just, just certain things like that. It's like I I don't uh, I don't need you to kind of faithfully adapt like you know a particular comic book story, you know to make a movie, you know based on that character. You know, uh, right. it's a character with a rich history. Let's uh, let's see something different. Right. You yeah. know, which is kind of like why I, uh, or kind of why I like you know something like the Avengers. Because it was sort of, you know, like other than the fact that Loki sort of tricks everybody into joining the Avengers, like, you know, at the same time, it wasn't, you know, an exact adaptation right. of, you know, the Avengers story. Right, exactly. It, they just took the things that you know and love and, like, ran with it. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was like, like when I was watching uh, the second season of The Walking Dead, like, you know... A, a lot of the problems that I had with it all stemmed from the fact that, well, I've read these. You know? right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, there's no suspense for me when I know what's going to happen to a character. Right. You know, uh, and, and I mean, they do change some things here and there and yeah. like throw in some curveballs, you know. It seems like they have some characters sort of take on different ro- roles, roles that other characters had in the books, maybe? A little something. bit. Uh, and. <clears throat> like like I don't want to spoil it, you know, for for everyone. But there is a character who, uh, in the second season, 
dies. Uh, <clears throat> you know, who is... I think he was in the book for like 80 issues, something like that. Okay. Uh, and so it was sort of like, oh, wow, okay, I can't believe they did that. But, you know, at the same time, there was like other characters who their stories are playing out the exact same way as right. the books. And I'm like, come on, you know? Yeah. You know, like, why do I want to watch this if I've already, you know, experienced this? Right. Yeah. You know? I guess, yeah, it's probably a fine line for something like that because <clears throat> they, they want to be faithful enough that the comic fans are still on board, but... Mm -hmm. But also different enough that the comic fans don't get bored and be like, oh, well, then I'll just right. not watch it ever. I don't know what's going to happen. <clears throat> it's like, uh, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, uh, and it's not just comic fans that do that either. But, you know, it's like, you know, uh, <clears throat> when, when, uh, when a movie is made from a novel. You know, it's like all you see are just people complaining online about how, you know, the, well, they didn't have this character in the book, you know, from You're the book. Right. You know, and, you know, like, I would say probably the biggest example of that is, like, the Lord of the Rings movies. You know, everybody is, you know, why didn't they have this happen or this character or whatever? And I, I've never read the Lord of the Rings. Right. But I saw the movies and I enjoyed them. And I don't care that. Yeah certain things weren't in it, you know. It's not like they really needed to pad it for length. Either. Exactly, yeah. It's it's a 12-hour thing anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, it's like, you know, well, if you've read it, why would you want to see the movie anyway? You know, or if it's going to be, like, super faithful. You know, it's called an adaptation for right. a reason. You know? I think, yeah, I think things that are adapted, like, you know, verbatim, are maybe only successful in the minds of people with, you know, that don't really, I don't want to say, I don't want to be derogatory, like people with no imaginations, but maybe people that don't really want to use their imagination, they just want to see the exact same thing unfold that, that they hate. That they already know. Right, yeah, yeah it's like, a, it's more comfortable or something, I don't know, but, right. but yeah, yeah, like, it's like when you hear a band cover a song um, that you like, what's the point of listening to it unless they completely change it? Exactly. Or, or Maybe not completely change it, but, you know, make it... Make it their own? Yeah. Yeah. Like, have a difference and a style yeah. to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't like cover songs that are exactly the same as the original. I want to hear, you know, that band's particular take on it. Right. You know, um... Uh... Fuck. I just had something in my head, and then now it's just... Mm. Ah. Um... I mean, it was on this topic, but, uh... <laughs> well, we're, yeah, our minds come and go. Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the ether that we have on the brakes. Oh, my God, you gotta have the ether. God damn it. Uh. <laughs> oh, well, you, you were getting my point anyway. Uh, yeah, I understand. Uh. Um, but yeah, um... I forget why we were talking about covers. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, uh... Oh, because cause Silent Hill, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a good movie, it was enjoyable, but uh, I liked the first one a lot because they didn't really adhere to everything. You know, they, they just sort of, you know, they took, el they took the important elements of it, uh, you know, and, and used it in the movie, and then they had, like, you know, the creatures and the characters in it that, that were in the games, but mm -hmm. they didn't follow the exact same plot line. Whereas this one seemed to be trying to adhere more to the game's mythology, which, you know, I don't think was necessary. Right. I see, I, I might even like 
the second one then? Because I watched, you know, a majority of the first film. Like, I think it was with you and Kathleen. You did not watch a majority of it. <laughs> I watched uh, at least it was a good... at least half. Yeah, I was like, at least a chunk of it. And I've never played the game or even witnessed anyone playing the game. So there were scenes in there where it seemed like I didn't know what was going on because I had never played the game. Because, like, things would happen or you would the audience would see th- something. And I got the feeling that you're supposed to be like, oh, shit, it's the blah, blah, blah. Or, or this is the blah, blah, blah happening. There is that. But, but I, I think it's also because, like, they hadn't gotten to the exposition yet, right. you know, of like certain things, uh, to to explain you know those things. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there there was a little bit of that fan service in that movie, but right. uh, it really seemed like this one had you know a bit more to it. That's good. The first one. Do you think maybe you didn't enjoy it as much oh, though? But because I, I did enjoy it. <coughs> you know, right. I did like the movie. I had a good time watching it. You think it'd been better though if you would have saw it before Halloween? Because you saw it a couple of days after Halloween? Uh, no. No. Because, you know, like, scary movies, like, there's there's that whole month of October where, you know, just scary movies just sort of, like, seem so much more appropriate or, like, amped up or something. Nope. <laughs> no? No? <laughs> I like horror movies. I, I know. I watch them, you know, at noon on August, you know. So it's not like watching a Christmas movie in January. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Which I probably would do anyway, right? I don't care. <laughs> good movie's a good movie. Right. No, I mean, I love horror movies, but it seems like I'm really excited about them in October. I and could then... give a shit about Halloween. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, honestly, like, like, we do the Halloween specials, but it's just... Uh... A reason to watch more horror movies? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, honestly, I don't care about any holiday, really. They mean nothing to me anymore. No, nothing. Well, you don't. You don't trick or treat. I nope. take it. Okay. Well, yeah. How did that go? Did you? Did you like hide for the trick or treaters? Did you um, pass out candy? I f- assume uh, trick or treat night was on Tuesday. I I think it was supposed to be, but I think it got pushed back in some places. Well, it got pushed back in some places, but not in Kettering mm-hmm. that I read anyway. Uh, so if it happened here on Tuesday, I was not at home. Yeah. Uh, if it happened here Monday, I was also not at home. Uh, and then I've been here the rest of the week, so. Right. Uh, I know that it was scheduled for Tuesday in Beaver Creek, where I was, actually. Uh, but it got pushed back to Saturday due to the, the freaking storm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I mean, I was at work from like 6 p.m. till, you know, like 11.30 Tuesday night. Right. So I I didn't see a single trick-or-treater this year, which is weird. Like, usually I see, you know, a couple roaming around or whatever, but... Yeah. Uh, I think we actually talked about this. Uh, Our friend Joe, uh, he said that trick-or-treat night was on Tuesday in in his neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, He did not get any. Oh, because of that creepy, dark, uh, dead end he lives Uh, in. That's not the excuse he gave, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure that's why. (laughs) What what did he say? He just said there's not a lot of kids that live in that neighborhood. Uh, Yeah. It's probably because they all get abducted on his dead end drive. <laughs> I'm not saying it's by him, but oh, I'm not yeah, saying it's not, not by him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I miss Joe G. Um, I, was he there Tuesday night? I don't think he was there Tuesday night. Or maybe he was. I don't know. I can't remember. But he wasn't there Saturday. I usually see him on Saturdays. Um, 
Um, and then I no longer, as of now, work on Tuesday nights. It's it's, it's still upsetting to me. That was my shift with Joe G. Yeah. So I don't know. I might just see him once a week on when he pops in on Saturdays. Yeah. I uh, I can't believe you you let Jack do that to you. <laughs> hey. It's okay. Because uh, I mean that's like like if I was in your position. Like, I would be upset. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely be upset. I See, if it was like... If it was like he moved me to Tuesday mornings instead of Tuesday nights, I'd be upset. But now I have, like, the entire day of Tuesday off, which is awesome because I have no obligations on Tuesday. So it can be, like, my just relax and creativity day. Um, But I did trade an after-hour... What after obligations hour. do you have on, on Sundays? Well, I mean, like... Other than doing the show. Doing the show, and, and like, I always go to Kathleen's for lunch, and, like, both of those things. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're not obligations, like, but that's something I always do on Sunday, whereas on Tuesday now, I have nothing to do from the time I open my eyes until the time I close them at night, and that's awesome. So uh, I'll probably just use it as a drawing day, Um, maybe maybe an occasional dinner day or occasional go-to-trash day, but I'm just going to keep it open and, like... See what happens. We should do bowling night again. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm not going to commit to anything as like a regular Tuesday event. I'm like I'm going to keep Tuesday open. Well, then we should at least go bowling at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the only bad thing is it was like a day of after hours work that I've traded for a morning uh, where I'm the magic guy. Like that's the reason that I was put on there because we needed a magic guy. Yeah, that's why. If I was in your position, <laughs> I would hate that change. Yeah. But I also have helped uh, implement uh, the plan that we've codenamed Get Brassfield Out of the Store. <laughs> <laughs> and he no longer works. I've muscled him out. So so that's worth it. All right. uh, I mean, so is he not allowed in the store at all? <laughs> I'm sure he'll still come in. <laughs> I mean, I know he still has 17 files in strategic places throughout the store. He's, I think he's hollowed out the walls and filled them with uh, DVDs that he means to purchase. Uh, no, but, uh, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the only other cool thing that has happened was that last night you and I watched a movie. <laughs> Yeah, we did. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it's it was uh, movie length. Usually, like today, there was like seven trailers before the raid, yeah. and you skip through each one because yeah. usually we we don't really watch the trailers. Yeah, you know, I like trailers. Uh, oh, okay, let me put it this way because because this is gonna go against because what I just said goes against sort of my my belief <laughs> system. <laughs> I don't watch trailers for for any movies. Uh, unless I am actual, actually having a disc in front of me where they're just in front of the movie or when I go to the theater to see a movie. So, like, yeah, you don't, like, seek them out. I don't seek them out. Uh, like, you know, the Iron Man trailer just came out, like, a week ago. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. At all. Because, A, I already know I'm going to see it. Uh, and, B, it's not coming out for, like, another year. Right. Why the fuck do I want to watch a trailer now? Right. And, uh, yeah, it just gets to the point where, like, you know, and that's going to be the first of, like, 30 trailers for that. Yeah, movie. yeah. And, so you'll see half an hour of the film right, before it's yeah. over. 
And like the same thing happened with uh, like Prometheus. Like like it seemed like every week there was a trailer coming out for that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck, I you know, I don't want to see any of it. Yeah. You know, I just want to go and watch the movie and be left alone. I, I'm with you on that. Like once I know I want to see a movie, <clears throat> I'm done watching the trailers right. for it. But if it's something I've never heard of, like like Cloud Atlas and Argo, I watched the trailers for online because I was like, Oh, it sounds neat, but I've never I don't know if I want to see it or not. Right. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, Okay. Cool. Uh, I, I did watch the trailer for Cloud Atlas, and that made me not want to see the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I did not watch the trailer for Argo because I just knew I wanted to see it. No, no, no. And I haven't yet, but I'll catch it on DVD probably. I still haven't even seen The Town, so. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Future pick. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, so, so we watched a, a movie last night that uh, it was an hour and a half of trailers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was called Mad Ron's Previews from Hell. Uh, and it is available on Netflix streaming. And I can't recommend it enough. It's pretty freaking amazing. It's great. Uh, yeah, if you're ever just uh, looking for something on Netflix to have as background fodder while you're like working on something or just need to have some noise and you like horror movies and exploitation... Uh, and like, you know, just bad movies in general. This is a fucking great thing to watch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like, it was probably what, an hour and a half, you think? Uh, oh yeah. And I'd only heard of, I think three of the movies. I'd only seen like three of those movies before. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of like obscure, weird stuff. Oh yeah. Or maybe four. I've heard of four. I forgot about Ilsa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can you forget about Ilsa? <laughs> But yeah, it's just all trailers from, like, you know, just uh, cheesy exploitation movies and horror movies. Like Grindhouse era Grindhouse stuff, and, you know, like, even, like, a couple of porn movies that they had in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, for the world's first 3D porn. <laughs> and apparently that didn't go over so well, because you would have heard more about 3D porn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing somewhere still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it was done like sort of like our friend Matt Brassfield's uh, um, TV show where right. like there's like a chunk of trailers and then it cuts to like the guy that's hosting it right. like a little cheesy like handheld video homemade like yeah, introduction right. and segue kind uh, of thing is, uh, it's a ventriloquist and his uh, zombie puppet <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was pretty enjoyable yeah, it was super fun uh, a couple of trailers just laughed our asses off. And, uh, but like I mentioned, like, you know, when we were watching it, it was like, could you imagine, like, modern day trailers being done <laughs> in, like, that style? Where, like, the title of the movie is just repeated over and over again. <laughs> right. Or just, like, you know, there's a, an omniscient narrator basically describing the entire movie in detail. Right. And, like, sometimes in a monotone. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, see, Tom Hanks live many lives in Cloud Atlas. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Like, it was so... Like, I had seen the movie, you know, the Grindhouse, Rodriguez, Tar- Tarantino thing. Right, yeah. And my favorite trailer of all those was Don't, because I thought it was just hilarious. Right. But I had never really seen trailers like that, so it wasn't like... I was like, oh, yeah, Don't is awesome because it's a parody of this and that. It, yeah, I had yeah. never really... And I had no reference for that. But a lot of these movies looked exactly like Don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, even afterwards, because you mentioned it, and uh, my friend Amanda was here too. 
And even though she and I went to see Grindhouse in the theaters, like, she didn't remember that one at all. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, like, as soon as that movie was over, I went to YouTube and, and brought up the, the, the Don't trailer. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, just, it, it was like, fit perfectly. it was exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you liked that, check out Ron, Ron was it? Mad Ron's previews from hell. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, and it was cool to see a trailer for Night of the Living Dead. I'd never oh, seen yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and it, it was weird too, because it was like, you know, right in the middle of all those other movies. And it like, I could see, can you, can you imagine how easily that movie could have just been lost in all that schlock? Oh, yeah. I mean, because the trailer just didn't really look much better than the other movies. I mean, oh, yeah. like it had some cooler, like shadowy, you know, like like the characters were in like cast in like, these cool shadows right. during the film, as you probably well know. But, but I mean. But yeah, the trailer was exactly the same. It had that, you know, you know, will these people survive the night of the living right. dead? Yeah. You know, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, man, that a gem could have... I'm sure gems have been lost over the years. That, oh, yeah. Like, I don't mean stuff that's cult classics that the majority of people are unhip to. I just mean, like, they're lost. Right, you yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, and, like I said this, and, and, you know, while we were watching it, it was like, man, I want to watch every single one of these movies now. <laughs> Especially the 3D titties. Movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Wildcat Women? I can't even remember. I what think it was the, Wildcat Women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, like, as you pointed out, that we probably w- were watching the best scenes in those movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, like, probably only enjoyable because we watched a minute and a half of it. Right. You know? <laughs> but what was the one with, like, the guy that looked like uh, The Flash? There was, like, a, a Mexican wrestler that was dressed oh. like... Or, no, Daredevil. He looked like Daredevil. That's what Oh, I shit, yeah. Or uh... The, <laughs> Oh man, I can't remember. Oh, Night of the Bloody Apes. <laughs> <laughs> like, who wants to walk into a crowd of bloody apes, especially at night? That's a scary film, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was great. Uh, Very enjoyable. And uh, as of as of today, uh, I still have not heard back from Matt Rasfield <laughs> about. Island horror island horror on Snape Island horror on Snape Island. <laughs> uh, we uh, we were trying to figure out. Uh, we had just assumed that Matt Brassfield had seen every single one of those movies that was in that. <laughs> so I just sent him a text asking him what his favorite part of the horror of Snape Island was. And yeah, no response. No response. Yes, disappointing. Yeah, it is. Oh man! Yeah, so yeah, so check that out if you have uh, Netflix. It is streaming and it is awesome. <laughs> it was very enjoyable. Like I, like I immediately wanted to watch like another one of those. Like as soon as it was done. <laughs> yeah, sometimes an hour and a half is just not enough. No, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just uh, like I could, I could probably watch just you know all of those trailers just back-to-back, back, you know, because they were just so yeah, bizarre. Like, I could watch it a second time. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Wow, we could review that sometime. No. <laughs> we just got to do Yeah, that. that's true. Damn it. <laughs> we're overachievers. Yeah, we are. You know, I did watch one other movie this really? week, and I gotta say, it did put the raid to shame as far as action goes. I watched Under Siege. <laughs> um... No, yeah, thinking back to that, because I was watching it, me and Doogie watched it, and I was like, ah, oh, this is fun, you know, it was right. a fun, good action movie, but, uh, 
I mean, yeah, when, when you see something like The Raid and you've seen very recently a Steven Seagal movie, you realize just how geriatric he looks even when he... Oh, I mean, basically all he does is push people around. Yeah. That's really all he does. He's got two moves. He can push you. Like, as you charge at him, he you know kind of sidesteps and pushes you. Right. Or he can break your wrist. Yeah. And that's his two moves. <laughs> I mean, okay, Under Siege did have... Uh, more had one more topless woman and one more Gary Busey than the raid, right? Which that's pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty close to trumping the raid. <laughs> like, yeah, can you imagine if there was just one scene where uh, Gary Busey pokes his head out into the hall, like, and looks for the cops, and then just <laughs> sneaks, <Slicks> back. yeah, <laughs> and closes the door. Hundred times better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they could just like insert that into the DVD somewhere. <laughs> And maybe they, you see a pair of breasts behind Gary Busey oh, yeah, yeah. in the apartment. You know? Yeah, I think uh, I think that would put it to the point where they just shouldn't make movies anymore <laughs> after that. <laughs> the raid had accomplished everything. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I'm, I'm still working my way through Cheers. Uh, yeah. Walking Dead and the Cheers. Huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, we we didn't really talk about it last night, but I I forced a new show upon you. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you what'd you think? Uh, uh, like I thought it was entertaining, but it didn't hook me yet. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like I I wouldn't mind watching an epi- another episode, but if we never did, it wouldn't bother me either. We're gonna watch another episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was called Terriers. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, when I first watched it, uh, the first episode, you know, I liked it, you know, a lot, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't anything that was hooking me, but, uh, about the fourth episode in, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm in for the long haul, and then it got canceled. Oh, that sucks. I, there's two things about it. There was one thing on the positive side is it had kind of a, an oddness to it, like Mm -hmm. where, like, just certain scenes, uh, like, just... You know, they didn't seem, like, generic and, like, you know, falling into these, like, you know, categories that you always see where where characters are behaving a certain way in certain situations. They just had, like, an oddness, like, not quite a Coen Brothers oddness, but, like... A quirkiness. Yeah, 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 like, kind of a a quirky, yeah, I don't know. But, But at the same time, there was, like, a few scenes where some of the dialogue just seemed, like, like they, they, like it wasn't written. Like the actors were just like, you know, they're just say something, you know, along these lines and go. And, uh, and like maybe they didn't get the best take, but they put it in anyway or something. Like I kind of felt like that. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, like it was odd and enjoyable. Yeah. I will, uh, I will force you to watch the rest of the show because it was only 13 episodes and yeah. you can put up with that. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, but it does get a lot better. Okay. Uh, I think what I like the best uh, of it uh, is the uh, the chemistry between the two lead characters. Uh, it's uh, Donald Logue, uh, who's been in like a ton of things. Comic book villains. Comic book villains. Yeah. Uh, it's usually the best thing in, in certain <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I believe his name is Michael Raymond James. Who is sort of becoming a that guy? Yeah. Uh, like even yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Hey, that guy looks yeah, familiar." Yeah. Uh, he was in like uh, one of the last couple episodes of uh, The Walking Dead season two. Um, 
He was a major character in the first season of True Blood, uh, but I had uh, seen Terriers before I'd ever seen that. Uh, and I really like him on this show, and I've seen him like just sort of pop up here and there in places, but I think he's really awesome. Yeah, and I think like the the way those two characters work against each other is pretty great, and is like you know, yeah, the main reason why I love that show so much. Yeah, their chemistry was part of the quirkiness, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll force you to watch right, the more of it. Some yeah, quirky detective show. Yeah, yeah. not too bad. Yeah. And what channel is it on? Or was it on? I mean, uh, it was, I believe, on FX. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. I had never even heard of it until last night. Yeah. Hmm. I did. I did do something fun that was completely unexpected on Friday. Um, after we left the Mexican restaurant, um, Kathleen and I were trying to decide what to do, and because she she's been doing the scavenger hunt, um, and she still had like two days left to do it. I was like, "Do you need to work on your scavenger hunt tonight?" She's like, "I don't know if I feel like it." She's like, "Do you want to go to Walmart and look around?" And I was like, "I don't mind going to Walmart, but I don't really want to go to Walmart." And then like all of a sudden, I remembered. Uh, earlier in the day, uh, one of my friends was in Mavericks, who's in a band, and he was like, he's like, our band's playing tonight at Canal Street if you get bored. And, uh, I was like, well, my friend Roger's band's playing at Canal Street. And she was like, oh, who is it? And I was like, uh, My Latex Brain. And she was like, oh, let's go. So we went and saw My Latex Brain yeah. at Canal Street. I'd, I'd never seen them before. I mean, we've had their music on the show, like, right, a couple yeah. of years ago. Um, and, and honestly, like, you know, I thought the, CDs were alright, you know, I dug them and like, my friend Roger was in it, so like, right. I like it a little bit more even probably because he's in it. But live, they are like a hundred times better wow. than their CD. I mean, they are crazy. Like, first of all, I never even noticed from the CD, they don't even have a guitar player. They have a bass player who is a fucking madman on the bass. Like, it, he plays this, fretless bass and like whenever i see that i'm usually like oh douchebag you know <laughs> but but this guy knew how to make it not look like he was a douchebag uh. he was just like just some dude i mean he didn't look like a rock star he was just kind of like a chubby beardy right. guy with glasses and and uh he destroyed that thing and uh and then my friend roger's a great drummer and the singer which i can honestly tell you like on the cds that was the thing that maybe i didn't really like that much was the vocals but seeing him live um he just had such a awesome presence and it wasn't like a showy thing he was just like he has this weird voice first of all and then he like does all these he has all these effects and samples on this little machine that he's i don't know what kind of machine it is some sort of sampler and he's kind of Casio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's turning knobs on his Casio the whole time, and and like, yeah. I mean, it was just really fun, and like everybody, like there's just three of them, and they're all so animated, and like, like any one of them that you kind of focused on for a couple minutes and watched, they were like really, just really into it, and and there was only like a dozen people at the bar, so it wasn't like they were like it wasn't crowded, and it wasn't like they were, you know, showing off for a big crowd i mean it was just it was just a great show it's awesome yeah it seems like quite a trek though to go from xenia to downtown dayton to yeah. see a band. yeah yeah <laughs> i'd been wanting to see him for a while and she she used to be friends with the bass player um so like she talked to him for a while and she'd never she'd seen him play once but it was like 10 years ago because uh, apparently they've, they've been together for 13 years now wow. which is crazy hmm. but uh yeah 
My Latex Brain. Check them out. Especially live. Yeah. If you're ever in uh, Dayton. Yeah. <laughs> I think occasionally they play outside of Dayton, but uh. I know Roger and uh, Chris, the bass player that she knows, they both have day jobs right. that keep them kind of locked in. Like the, the uh, Chris guy, he works at Second Hand Round, and he's always in there whenever I go in. I had no idea he was in the band until right. we like walked into the bar and I was like, well, what's, this, what's the second time round guy doing on the stage? Is he a sound man or something? <laughs> That's cool. And then they're like, what's he doing playing the bass before the band starts? What's he doing playing the bass during the band set? <laughs> but yeah, it turns out he's in the band. Yeah, but uh, other than that, yeah, my uh, it's been that's been my wad this week. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, I suppose we should uh, wrap this up then. Yeah. Maybe you should tell me what I'm going to be reading for the next week. Well, I know you're a huge Liefeld fan. Uh, Vito! <laughs> his name is on these comics on the inside, but he had nothing to do with them. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Prophet. Remission, I think it's called. The trade paperback, I believe, is called Remission. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, the new, uh, new Prophet series from Image Comics. Brandon Graham and Simon Roy and 12 other guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alright, I won't veto it. It's mostly because I have bought all those. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta read them eventually. Exactly. This will give me a good excuse too. So, no, yeah, I'm down. Sweet. I've been looking forward to these. As have I. I think I read the first one when it came out, and I just haven't uh, sort of fell behind on everything that I read. I I actually read the first three already, and then I lost the fourth one. Oh, well. And then I was, like, determined to find it, so I never bought another copy of it. Right. And I kept buying the subsequent issues, and... I just found like a like a week ago. I found the one I'd lost, huh. and I'm like, okay, I've got and the whole you run. Lost the rest. <laughs> yeah, I lost the rest of. Them. Yeah, it was in that batch of the the stuff when I lost Underwater Welder. Right. Yeah. And uh, and now like it, they're all like slowly coming back into my collection. I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on there. That's but, weird. But yeah, but I I found it, so I've right. got them all now. Profit something something trade paper redemption back. profit redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, sounds good. Sweet. See you next week. Alright. Bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>